Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Empowering Voices. I'm Mara and I'm your host. I can't wait to introduce my inspiring guest. Are you curious to know who she is? What she does? What is her life journey? Don't move. We will be there in less than three seconds. This episode is sponsored by The Natural Parent magazine. Hello, hello everyone. Good morning for uh, those of you who are on my side of the world, but uh, good afternoon for the people on the other side, like Mangla, and uh, welcome to a new episode of Empowering Voices. Today, you can already hear from my voice, I'm super excited because I'm going to introduce you uh, a person who offers an amazing service uh, coming from her own experience. So it's amazing. And I would have loved to meet her some years ago. Uh, It would have been a huge help, Uh, but now you'll see uh, why. Hello, hello, welcome, Uh, Mangla, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Yeah, and uh, by the way, Mangla is in Singapore, so it's uh, six uh, in the afternoon for, uh, while we are recording, uh, while for us in uh, UK is uh, 11 in the morning. Um, so Mangla, tell, tell us, what do you do in Singapore? Uh, so I have been here um, since end of 2010, and I came here because of my husband's job. But I have lived in many, many countries. I grew up in London, I lived in Malaysia, I lived in Melbourne, Australia, I was in uh, north of England, Blackpool for a while, Edinburgh and Dunfermline in Scotland, and now in sunny Singapore. My goodness, and I thought that I traveled a lot. (laughs) I I lived in several countries, but you beat me, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, so it's been it's been an adventure. It's definitely been an adventure, but something that I've absolutely loved. Absolutely love. So I'm here because of my husband's job, and um, we're just enjoying ourselves. We're really having a good time. And um, just before the pandemic occurred, started, I decided to have uh, start my own business mm-hmm. in Singapore. And uh, I was a volunteer. Yes, I know. And who knew that it was just the pandemic was just around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was, uh, I was a volunteer at my children's school um, parent teacher association for about six years. Um, so I really had a great time then, enjoyed it a lot. But I found a gap in the market. And so I decided to offer t shirt printing and hoodies and things like that that they normally sell in school shops mm-hmm. with the school branding. And that really took off despite the pandemic, it really took off. And the business was just fantastic. We were doing graduation t-shirts, hoodies for the kids, water bottles and things like that. But um, being part of this amazing expat community in Singapore, the referrals were coming in from all over. So we had clients who were um, Facebook Singapore became a client. Um, at the U.S. Embassy, as well as many other international schools. So it was just incredible. And because um, when you work at schools, it's recurring income. So they will order, you know, like maybe 
100 t-shirts and then in a few months they need another 100 so it's it's quite a it's quite a good um business but then um that was all during the pandemic and we did really well but then earlier this year i thought that if i were to move again because who knows yeah then i would have to start from scratch all over again yeah and... i just want to uh, mention that the word that uh, you you use expat that uh, it took me yeah. a, a while to get used to because it seems always there's some politics involved while there's nothing of that mm-hmm. um i've been an uh, my audience uh, most of my audience knows that i've been an expat for 15 years so i was in your place until very recently actually and uh as you said, you loved it, but what about when and if we are going to move again? Yeah, we have to start from scratch all over again. It's, you know, new schools, um, you know, your husband, you know, maybe it's a new job, a new role. It's the whole, you know, whole getting your head around moving each time. And then it's all the friends that you make here who become yeah. your family. When we couldn't travel back, Christmases were spent with these amazing friends because they became our family yeah because uh, the community becomes your uh, support your main support because we all share the same problems uh, the same struggles and the same style of life so uh, we get closer in a much shorter time compared to normal life so and it's uh, it's been and um, you tell me it for it for you was the same each time we moved our heart was broken but oh, in yeah. thousands pieces for the friendship but also for the country because we were uh, never tourists in the country we lived it was our country basically our life yes completely that is so so true it was and i i sort of really dread the time months like may in June, because of the school calendar year, mm-hmm. oh, there's one leaving party after another. And yeah. you just know that come February, March, you're going to start hearing of your friends leaving. And it's, oh, it's an awful feeling. Yeah, really I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and by the way, we did mention, well, uh, at the beginning of our conversation, that you chose a specific word. And now that you are talking, I can understand why you chose the word uh, curiosity that I'm wearing on my t-shirt by the way for those of you (laughs) who are watching for those of you who are listening yeah the t-shirt is on uh, my website and the word is curiosity why this word I think you have to be curious if you're gonna travel that's what makes it so fun and I think in all the travels it's Learning about different cultures has been my favorite part. Yeah. And just and just a simple example, like in Singapore, say if you sit in a taxi or you go in, you know, you want to go and get your nails done. The first question they normally ask, like how we would meet in England and say, oh, how are you doing? You know, yeah. how are you? Here it's, have you had your breakfast? Have you had your lunch? Oh, wow. So it's very, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful, it's their version of how I you. But it's a beautiful culture because it's they just want to make sure that, you know, you're, you're looking fine. after yourself. Yeah. And you, That's yeah. beautiful. It is. It really is. And, it, and you don't say that you haven't because then they, they feel like, 
oh well we need to get you something something yeah (laughs) yes because they want you to feel you know they feel that if you're full up you're a happy person and ready for the day so So it's just little little cultural norms here you pick up along the way are so beautiful and that's been my favorite part and that's why curiosity when you travel you have to be curious Uh, yeah live in your little bubble yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And I rem- one of the, my most amazing experiences was in Mexico City uh, because it was a culture in some aspects very similar to mine from the south of Italy, but for others, something completely new. And it was amazing. This um, feeling of uh, freedom to know new things and blend wow. with the with the locals so with the local culture that uh, as I said you come out like I felt Mexican at some point someone was yeah. asking me but I, aren't you local because your um, language sounds very like a native native speaker and yeah. I was very proud of that of course <laughs> because I loved it but um, as you said, every day to know a new part of the place or uh, new um, uh, habits, uh, new people, it was so nurturing. I mean, you were always, yeah, with a new adventure in front of you. Yeah, yeah adventure. And people made you feel welcome, like you belonged. Yeah. And that was really, really beautiful. And food. Oh, my gosh, food. It just okay. you realize that every culture and every place you go food just brings people together that's true that's true and it's a, one of the biggest expression of the culture of a country yeah. together with the language yeah. these two elements once you uh make them yours you definitely oh. feel in the culture yes. completely yeah, yeah that's exactly beautiful. Exactly. And I think it's just been incredible for the kids as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, they will try anything. They're always up for new experiences and try new foods. Like for an ex- for example, when I left England before moving to Singapore, I couldn't have any spicy food. I just mm-hmm. didn't like it. And now I eat spicier food than the locals. Uh, yeah. so. <laughs> I remember so in Mexico, it. my husband, each time he tried something spicy, he started yeah. having hiccups. <laughs> but of course, now he can uh, eat like a Mexican, yeah. very spicy yeah. food with no problems. That was funny. That was another funny thing. Yeah. But I remember the only downside of all this was that because I moved like you for the job of my husband, uh, at the beginning, while my husband had a new role and working yeah. crazy hours, I really felt the partner who followed. And yes. that's why I was saying that I would have loved to meet you <laughs> then. <laughs> I still made, I founded a publishing house, for example, in Mexico. It was very difficult in Lisbon, in Greece. I did something else, but here it comes in your other business that it's called, it has a beautiful name, expat business in a bag. This bag that you, it seems we are uh, carrying with us like uh, the the cover, the Linus cover, no? The (laughs) always. (laughs) Goes everywhere with us. (laughs) Exactly. 
So do you want oh. to tell us what you do, the amazing service you offer? Oh, sure. So um, January this year, when I realized that one of us might move and then have to start all over again and make friends. And that's when I thought, well, this is the idea. This is what I want to help other people who are just in the same position as myself. So I help women expats around the world to um, come up with business ideas that sparks a passion in them, but it's based on their travels, their adventures. Some of these women have left incredible corporate jobs behind to follow yeah. their spouse. They've built something up for themselves. They've got a network, but, but they left all of that behind to follow and you know see where the world takes them. But with all of that knowledge inside, there's so much they could share. So if they were in banking themselves, they could help graduates, Yeah. Um, you know, figure out how to get into the line of work that they'd love to get. Or if they decide that they've taken a course in Peruvian cooking, for example, mm -hmm. they could teach them. They that. still can use it. They yeah. can, yes. And our network and our passion and our adventures, I think, All of it make amazing business ideas. And there are women and men around the world who aren't getting the chance that we do for travel. So it's in now with Zoom and yeah. everything, all the technology, that you could it's actually learn about. It is. You could learn about different cultures sitting in your sofa, on your sofa, anywhere. Yeah. So that's my second business, which I'm super excited about and absolutely loving it. Yeah, and it's um, such a, a great support for uh, the expat community because apart of the beginning, the first months when you need to set, settle in, then you want to do something, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Because we all have a passion. We, all, we don't want to sit at home on the sofa all day, right? Mm -hmm. Or uh, um, And we all want to... Uh, use our as you said our um, knowledge our passions and uh, what better way yeah. and you are the, the example no I mean you are definitely trustable 100% <laughs> because you've been there done that and it. It, it, it can be done and yeah. uh, there's actually this freedom brought us uh, brought to us to from uh, technology that makes things even more possible um exactly. exactly yeah and we could have we could have clients if you're teaching thai cooking for example you could have people watching from england from spain yeah. from africa yeah and they could be learning along with you and the best thing is that you you've built well, while it is you're building your customers but you're building your own tribe around the world and so on your next move you might be oh i know somebody there yeah they can help me And I think a lot of it matters is when, it depends on your children's age as well. When they're very young, you get to go into school and you might help with crafts and reading to the children. Mm -hmm. My kids are much older. So in the next move, I don't think my 14-year-old will want me to go into her class and do crafts yeah. with her. <laughs> so I need to find my own tribe. <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely, as you said, that is uh, for people who love traveling, Uh, each time you move, it's a bit like you feel lost because you don't have that tribe. But if along the way you've been building it, I mean, as you said, you 
maybe move to a new country where you know there are people who are following you already yeah. and it's already another family ready to welcome you uh, it's yeah. it's uh it's beautiful i have to say now we localized in the uk but uh, we are very keen to start again <laughs> <laughs> moving around it's more for the children because um for me it was uh, one of the most amazing adventures i had in these 15 years uh, they changed mm. me a lot uh, for the good. And uh, what was it, which was your favorite country? Do uh, you have a favorite? Difficult to say because <laughs> I left a piece of my heart in each, and mm. uh, friends in each uh, mm -hmm. who are very good friends still, of course. Uh, Mexico probably was our first uh, experience abroad in another mm. continent, and. It was amazing. I only regret mm -hmm. I didn't travel more because it's always, okay, I will do it another day. No, because yes. you start living in the country and we do that. Uh, yes. But apart from that, it was amazing, everything. But every country and every food and everything. And these yeah. uh, friends for life that you oh. um, maybe meet again after years, but it's like yeah. you left them yesterday and you share yeah. so much, such uh, intimate moments because the expat life makes you sometimes vulnerable um, yes. and you need, you need the honest support around you. And um, yeah. And people who get you, people who understand. Exactly. And yeah. have similar experiences. And I wonder whether you and your children have this, but... We get very excited when we're traveling and we uh, recognize certain accents. Yeah. We squeal. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, that person's from Thailand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, you're right. Oh, we get no, so I have so this excited. thing. If I hear someone speaking in Mexican, Mexican? I have to talk to them. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, same here. And look, at, my kids are old, and they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, there she goes again." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My she, uh, my my daughter, who is thirteen, also she is in the face. She's a bit embarrassed, and she said, "But yeah. you talk with anyone?" Yes, that's yes. the beauty of life. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's very important. That you said people who get you because sometimes. Um, some people can see only the glamour uh, of the expat mm. life that yeah. there is something because uh, this freedom of movement and um, thoughts it's yeah. quite unique but then there, there are a lot of struggles as well not yeah. only in the professional life uh, where fortunately we have you to help um, also in the everyday <laughs> life if you think if you arrive in a country where well, I was fortunate, very lucky, and I was in countries where I could speak the language or they understood very well uh, English, but uh, new country, new language, no family around. Yes. Uh, the, these uh, beautiful things of uh, family babysitting, no way. No. I never experienced no. it. <laughs> Um, new food, new school, new doctors, new everything. And yeah. uh, those first months for me were always between three and six. Yeah. Were not easy. No. Yeah. no, not at all. And I think, again, it depends where your kids are. If your kids settle well in school and find friends, 
oh, that's half the battle won. Yes, if they don't, Mm. then you're stressing about them and you're trying to get advice from people. Okay, do I register here, the doctor, insurance and all of that. But one thing I found um, recently with friends uh, that we've been having conversations is that our parents are getting older Mm. back home. Yeah. And we feel really far from them. And you feel you feel a little torn as well. Yeah. That you should go back often and, you know, see how they're doing. Um, but you're also having a life outside of that. And you've got work and you've got the kids have a life and the kids have are at certain ages where they shouldn't leave school now. Yeah, so it, exactly. It is, like it's... you said. Because I remember when we lived in uh, Mexico uh, and then straight after in Lisbon, my daughter was still very young. So I spent also when I went to visit my parents, I spent even one month with them. But then, as you said, when the school, more serious school starts, this time reduces. And then you are between having a life that you love and the guilt of going to the aging parents in fact this is another reason why we localized um to be closer to our parents um but at the same time i mean they are choices right and our parents they are definitely very happy if we're happy so it's not that we we neglect them uh, yes. It's a different uh, way. Also for us, it's a bit easier to jump on a plane, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. we start taking yeah. planes like buses. So, <laughs> no. yeah. Absolutely. And I think if you're the trailing spouse, like a, as a woman, if you're the one following your husband's job, so it's, you know, they, the company will choose a country for you. And then you're figuring out the kids' schools and which age group. Okay, we can leave at this this year or we uh, have to yeah. wait two years here so we get stuck sort of in the middle we're following we're, fo- we're just going in the waves it's yes the husband's job and the yeah. kids yeah so i think we we definitely need to hang on to something for us yes something totally. we need to look forward to because otherwise we just get caught up with everybody else's lives and making sure everybody else is settled and they go on they make their friends they have their routines and then suddenly we realize we're here and gosh, I haven't really met many people. I mean, yeah. I've been here three months and now I need to go out. And so it's, yeah, there's a lot of um, pros and cons to it. Yes, definitely. But still, I would choose it. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> <Yeah>, totally. <laughs> totally, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it very much. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, beautiful because... I mean, this feeling of thinking that everything is possible, it's very positive for your yes. emotional well-being. And and yeah. then you realize that it's even true. It's not just uh, a dream or um, just magic happen. I mean, still you have to work mm-hmm. uh, harder to get there, but uh, everything yeah, is possible. but everything. And you realize that while borders might divide us, there's humanity unites us because... Yeah. We're meeting people who are who have similar values to us. Yes. And you have such amazing conversation with people. And you learn so much about yourself and about other people. Of course. So it's a beautiful and you, experience. Yes. And as you said, the, the word curiosity, I always remember when you meet the new 
people and you start asking, oh, where are you from? And uh, what did you do before this country? And yeah. all these um, experiences uh, from other people, but they feel you because, uh, and you yeah. feel so motivated and so, so many positive feelings that uh, they balance, of course, maybe the whatever struggle in real life with the practicalities, let's say, because you mentioned yeah. insurance, for insurance, for example. Well, that's another <laughs> chapter. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. a long conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. And then when you start, oh, which insurance do you have? I, I have this. Yeah, but I had this problem. They didn't cover it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's a, a total uh, new world. <laughs> Yeah, that's completely. beautiful oh you took me all uh, on these uh, beautiful memories I have it seems mm -hmm. so long ago actually we localized two years ago so <laughs> it's oh, not that not far that away long. <laughs> no <laughs> but you not you uh, you start uh, thinking differently I have to recognize it's uh it's yeah. different it's a phase and again maybe we will jump on the expat train again exciting <laughs> so um do you i want to ask you if you have any other um, word or quote that you feel it's a bit uh, a guidance for you in what you do in what are your plan for the future i think um i think COVID has shown us that life is so unpredictable hmm. and i just want I want this for my family. I want this for everybody else. You've got to do what you love. Yeah. If this, it, it just comes down to that. You don't want to live with regrets. So yes. every day, even, you know, I know as grown-ups, we have to, we have our duties, we have responsibilities, but even a, a little bit every day, if you do something you love, oh, it's just, there's no better way to live. This is a beautiful no suggestion. Yeah, for everyone. I always say, I mean, your passion first not uh, in terms of priorities based on responsibilities but uh, it has to happen a bit every day as you suggest is uh, ideal whatever it is because whatever, it's the way yeah. to nurture your your soul to feel motivated and productive and and keep going yeah, yeah we need going. a bit of beauty and passions uh, in life otherwise it's so, uh, it's yeah. just responsibilities. We don't want that. Yes. No, we don't <laughs> want to be grown up all the time. We want to have exactly, that kind of exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, beautiful. Um, I told you I was very excited. And ah, another question what is because you asked me, is there a favorite country uh, among oh. the ones that you lived in? Oh my gosh! Yeah, it is a very tough question when yeah. people ask you. Oh, I I loved Melbourne. I think Melbourne was just beautiful. Um, I loved Edinburgh as well. Edinburgh yeah. was oh, we lived just you know, we could see the castle from where we were living. Oh, so that's I beautiful. Loved that, and Singapore. Gosh, yeah. Singapore is just incredible, incredible. Yeah. Singapore place. is definitely on my wish list together oh, with uh, Tokyo <laughs> oh yeah. yes yeah. yes gosh yes oh you must come it's a beautiful beautiful yeah city. yeah I know exactly because my children were in the international school <laughs> so 
with many experts mm. and we had uh, many people coming moving from Singapore to London mm. and I mean there are uh, the things the stories they told us the mm. way of life and yeah it makes it like the magic place it is it really is because it's one of the safest places we've ever lived yeah yeah Oh, you can leave your door unlocked, your cars unlocked, your phone on the beach, and wow. nothing will happen. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a dream. Okay, I yeah. want to. Okay, my next <laughs> uh, move is uh, towards yes. that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for this conversation. Thank you for uh, making me feel so well. I I'm sure my audience. Uh, loved it and I just want to remind everyone that in the post in bio or on my website on YouTube everywhere there will be the contacts to reach out uh, and um, uh, get the support you need in your ne next uh, move uh, without mm -hmm. leaving behind your passions that's amazing thanks a lot oh, thank, thank you for you. being with us and uh, oh, speak to you, you soon really yeah, I've enjoyed it so much. Thank you. Bye.